Wednesday, September 14th. Love God. Luke 7, 36 to 50. One of the Pharisees asked Jesus to have dinner with him. So Jesus went to his home and sat down to eat. When a certain immoral woman from the city heard he was eating there, she brought a beautiful alabaster jar filled with expensive perfume. Then she knelt behind him at his feet, weeping. Her tears fell on his feet, and she wiped them off with her hair. Then she kept kissing his feet and putting perfume on them. When the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would know what kind of woman is touching him. She's a sinner. Then Jesus answered his thoughts. Simon, he said to the Pharisee, I have something to say to you. Go ahead, teacher, Simon replied. Then Jesus told him this story. A man loaned money to two people, 500 pieces of silver to one and 50 pieces to the other, but neither of them could repay him. So he kindly forgave them both, cancelling their debts. Who do you suppose loved him more after that? Simon answered, I suppose the one for whom he cancelled the larger debt. That's right, Jesus said. Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, Look at this woman kneeling here. When I entered your home, you didn't offer me water to wash the dust from my feet, but she has washed them with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You didn't greet me with a kiss. But from the time I first came in, she has not stopped kissing my feet. You neglected the courtesy of olive oil to anoint my head, but she has anointed my feet with rare perfume. I tell you, her sins, and they are many, have been forgiven, so she has shown me much love. But a person who is forgiven little shows only a little love. Then Jesus said to the woman, Your sins are forgiven. The men at the table said among themselves, Who is this man that he goes around forgiving sins? And Jesus said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Have you heard of the acronym EGR? Extra grace required. Whether it's a challenge with punctuality a worry I can't shake, a self-critical habit that keeps me from accepting myself, and I hate to say it, but my kids sometimes too, or even those flashbacks to life in my 20s when I answered to no one, not even the one. Let's just say I'd raise my hand to that credential, extra grace required. For some reason, the closer we come to the Lord, the greater we understand our need for that extra grace. As if there were a minimum. Ironically, when I live my life apart from him, I couldn't tell you I was a sinner. It might have occurred to me that the way I lived offended him, but he was still a far-off concept I could visit on Sundays. Now that I'm closer to our Heavenly Father, I can find myself prey to the enemy's accusations, much like those of the sinful woman You need that grace because you never learn your lessons. You're forever failing. 
see your selfishness, your whatever. That makes you a sinful woman. There you go again, needing grace. But where Satan, the world, and even our own selves lapse into judgment and condemnation, our Saviour loves and forgives those who seek him. He will not turn us away. When we truly understand how much he loved us, that not only did he forgive our sins, but endured the cross to give us life, to make us new again, then yes, we will love him. The more he's forgiven, the more you recognize what a debt he paid. The woman knew she'd lived a sinful past, but she brought all she had to the one who forgave it all, who loved her in spite of it all. She brought her tears, her valuable perfume and her hair to anoint and dry his feet. For those who have been forgiven much, love much. Regardless of how glaring her sin, it was his spirit that led her to Jesus, who showed her just how much she needed him, the Lord of new beginnings. And by his spirit, our love for him grows daily, as does our desire to know him personally, to serve him with our whole hearts, and to trust in his and not our own understanding. I am so encouraged when I remember the very same Lord has forgiven me, that EGR me. Aren't you glad that his love never fails, never gives up, never runs out on us? Aren't you glad that he sees you, knows you, and has plans for you? It is the love upon which our love depends. You cannot anoint his feet with oil, but how could you express your love for Jesus today? Father, thank you for the awareness you gave us of our sin and of our need for Jesus, our Saviour. As we depend on you, please grow our faith in understanding the depth of your sacrifice, the power of your grace, and the permanent of your love. And may our love for you be the source of our love for others, never ending and never giving up. Joy Fontroy Read by Roselle Heckendorn Engaging with the Scripture Today we are using a method of engaging with the Scripture developed by Ignatius Loyola, the founder of the Jesuits. Listen to the Scripture again. Visualize yourself in today's story from Luke's Gospel. Don't seek intellectual insights or to analyze the text. Stay with the picture, the imagery. Use your senses to see, touch, feel, and hear the scene unfolding before you. What part of the story are you drawn to it? Which character do you identify with? Or are you just a bystander, an observer? Try to visualize and imagine this scene as fully as you can, and let God show you who you are in this story. Then listen to the scripture again and experience the story in the role of the character God led you to, and then talk with him 
about these questions. What do you feel? How does this relate to something in your life today? What might God be saying to you through this story? And then when you can share your thoughts and insights in the comments section on the website. Thank you.